Hello, podcast friends and family. Welcome back. Glad to have you with me again on another episode of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. It's an honor and a privilege to have you with me again on another week. Hopefully, you are doing well and geared up, ready to be a great leader this week, a hopeful leader, a healthy leader, an empowering leader. And I uh, hope that's who you are. hope that's what you're becoming. And I hope today's topic helps you step into that more and more. If you want to know more about me, Lance Bain, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are your many resources, and you can also interact with me. And as always, I'd love it for you to share this podcast with your friends. Leave a rating and a review wherever you may be listening. Share it on your social media and word of mouth. Let your friends know that if this podcast is adding value to you and helping you in your leadership journey, just in your life, grow and develop, then I'd love for you to be a great honor, really be a humble, humble honor for you to share that with your friends and your family. And I appreciate you doing that. Hey, today's topic actually is in response to some of the feedback I got from recent podcasts around mentoring and relationships and things like that. And uh, from a couple of listeners, I got the same question, so I wanted to address it today. And the uh, topic today, uh, or this week's podcast, is life without mentors. Life without mentors. Now, I hope that your whole life is not one without mentors. Um, but sometimes many of us live in environments where we don't have access to mentors. Maybe our professional space isn't providing the kind of training, equipping, or mentorship that we're looking for or that we hope for. And in the case of the feedback I got recently, that's the scenario. A couple of great young leaders, powerful, smart, wise, hardworking, both said, Lance, what do you do when you don't have a mentor at work? So today we're going to talk about that. First of all, I just want to say that I am uh, sorry for those of you that don't have mentors. I mean, I don't know what I have to be sorry for. It's not like I can control that. But I hope that this offers some form of digital mentorship, which we'll talk about today. But I want you to be able to grow. And I think that's the bottom line is that your growth is your responsibility. Your development is your responsibility. So even if you're living a life without mentors, there are many things you can do. And we're going to talk about that today, offer you some suggestions on what you can do when you're living a life without mentors. But one of the things that you have to acknowledge from the very beginning is that growth and development is my responsibility. Now, let me put a caveat on that. If you're a person of faith like myself, I recognize that a lot of the growth and development that's going on in my life is in is God's activity in my life, His love for me, His purpose for me, He has plans for me, good things for me. He's created me to do good things, and He's created good things for me to do. And the same is true for you, friends. And But I want to say, Lord, I receive responsibility for that. And so I want to grow and I want to develop. Some of our listeners, their faith is not that active. It's not that important. They may not even have, quote-unquote, a faith, if you will. It doesn't mean you can't grow, and it doesn't mean you can't take responsibility for your growth and your development. Ultimately, we have to respond. Leaders are learners. Leaders are interested in personal development. 
even yesterday in my organization where I lead, I shared with them some thoughts. And one of the implications of the thoughts that I shared is I have to be willing to go first as the leader. I need to go first. I need to step into it, be willing to learn, be willing to go first, be willing to step into a bit of the unknown and then learn something and call others to follow as well. So life without mentors, unfortunately, it's too big of a reality for too many of us. But we don't have to stay there. You take responsibility for your growth. So that's what I want you to do. And I want to share with you six, seven ideas on how you can develop, if you will, a mentorship environment, even if you don't have a personal mentor in place. So let me share with you idea number one. What can I do if I have a life without mentors? First of all, number one, identify what kind of mentoring you want or you need. There's two basic categories for mentorship. There's professional mentorship and personal mentorship. Professional mentorship may have to do with you're involved in sales, for example. That was one of the feedback. One of the young leaders that listens is involved in sales. Not getting the kind of training or whatever it is they expect, you need to identify. Is what I'm looking for professional mentorship or is it personal mentorship? The reason that's important is because you may recognize that I need help managing my finances or I need help developing people skills or I need help in delegation. I need help in my marriage. I need help in uh, managing my priorities. I need help in dealing with compassion. I need to be more assertive. I need to be a better listener. And those things may have nothing to do really with the core of your professional job responsibility. They may certainly be accessories to that and can help you with that, but they may not be the core of what you're doing. And so your boss, your overseer, the one that is helping you simply may not feel any responsibility to help you in the personal area of your life. But if you were to identify, I need a professional mentor who can help me with cold calls and sales and closing deals, or as another young leader who works in the medical field communicated, you know, how do I, I have people who aren't, don't seem to be interested in growing and developing. How do I work in that environment? How do, how do I communicate this to my bosses and my overseers, etc.? You need to identify what kind of mentoring you want or you need. There's professional and there's personal. Now, what I'm learning in the workplace now as a boss, one who employs people, and for many years as an employee myself, I loved workplaces that wanted to help me grow. I loved knowing that if I help at my work, work will help me. No, I don't expect my boss to give me marriage counseling every Monday when I come in. And no, I don't expect my boss to offer financial wisdom counseling every Thursday at lunch. But when a boss or an overseer or a leader, simply not even by organizational title, but simply by influence, cares about your life personally, people open up to that. People recognize that you're not just using me to build and fatten the bottom line of something else, but I can actually grow and develop as a human being. I believe that there is an emerging workforce that values this more and more. And so those of us that are listening today who have a responsibility of employing people, we need to think about not only how do we help them be professionally successful, but also how can we help them be personally successful. There's a wonderful book out there I read many years ago called The Dream Manager. 
And it's a fable written with some leadership ideas baked within. The basic idea of the book was a cleaning company, I believe, that hired a manager, a dream manager, and their only job was to help their employees accomplish their personal dreams. And the more they helped their personal, their employees accomplish their personal dreams, the better employee they got. Employees weren't stressed about finances or wondering about home ownership or getting kids to school or managing my marriage or dealing with aging parents or health crises. Friends, this is an amazing opportunity, but you need to be sure that you identify what kind of mentoring you want or you need. Number two, if you have a life without mentors at work, here's a few suggestions. Go to your boss and simply offer uh, that you will offer uh, your time, your energy, uh, outside of office hours to put together, say, a monthly coffee and training coffee and training session. And maybe some of your employees would love, even if it's a small group of you, two or three or four of you, maybe more, but got together once a month. Maybe you read a leadership book relevant to whatever you're working on. Maybe you listen to a podcast. Maybe you have someone that come in and lectures or teaches or trains. And, and so you, if you don't have a mentor, then just be one. <laughs> like, just go to your boss and say, I feel like our coworkers and we would like more training in our personal lives, our listening skills, our culture, our development. Would you be willing to let us come in early, stay late or something like that and offer it? There are many bosses that simply may not think of this or may not have the bandwidth in their job to think about this. You coming alongside and saying, I'll think about it. I'll commit the time, commit the energy, commit the resources, the creativity to do something that we can add value to our staff. So if you don't have any mentors at work, offer this. Maybe you want to do it outside your own time, having people over to your home. Ask your boss if you can utilize space within the office. Also, value for work to help while you help. This is what you want to communicate to your boss. I don't simply want to help our company succeed, but I want to know how can the company help me also succeed. We create a win-win environment. And then just having this idea of this conversation, you can do it. If you need to work through the conversation, maybe role play with a friend. If you're a little nervous about talking to your boss, maybe you're unsure of how they're going to interpret this message as if they're a failure or they're not succeeding or they're asking too much. Because I realize that some of this could be a little volatile, could be fragile, unsure of how something like this will be received or what kind of response you're going to get. Role play with a friend. And work out your language, work out your tone, work out your body language. You want to invite your boss into something, not go in and demanding or telling or blaming or accusing. That's not going to get you very far. But when you can go in and say with data that um, employee retention and company morale goes up when people not only contribute to the company, but the company contributes to them more than just a salary, more than just paid time off, more than just a pension plan, but actually wants to help you be a better human being. Get some data behind you and go in and offer this to your boss, to your overseer, whoever it may be, and see how they respond. Idea number three, digital mentors. Years ago, I was really working on my communication gift. I'm a communicator. It's one of the things I do on a fairly regular basis. This podcast, public communication, coaching, development conversations, etc., and I went to one of the big box bookstores. This was in the long before really cell phones are, smart devices, what they are now. People were still buying CDs and putting them in their car. 
They were just beginning to have the emergence of maybe MP3 players, but it certainly wasn't a saturated idea within the market. It was CDs. And so I went to a, a local big bookstore and I found uh, Nito Cubain, who is a well-known, well, well world-renowned communicator and teaches communication. And I bought his CD set and it was him and many other speakers. I bought it and I would listen to those CDs over and over and over. Because I didn't see in my relationship someone that had a, a great communication gift or even someone that wanted to mentor me in communication. Well, if I couldn't find it in a natural relationship, then I'm going to go find it in a digital relationship. And Nito Cubain became one of my digital mentors on communication. And since then, I've had many mentors, some for long seasons, some for very short seasons, who helped me in the area of communication from thinking and communicating and delivering and style and all of that. So find a digital mentor. This is why the first point is so important. Because if you can identify what kind of mentoring you want in this age of podcasts and YouTube and so many of the videos that are out there, you can find just about anything to help you grow and to help you develop. So I would encourage you to find a digital mentor. And if possible, interact with that digital mentor. One time I bought a book uh, by an acquaintance, really wouldn't call him a friend, but an acquaintance only simply because we had a little bit of correspondence by Mark Sanborn called uh, You Don't Need a Title to Be a Leader. It was either that book or it was The Fred Factor. Uh, the Fred Factor was a New York Times bestseller for Mark Sanborn. Well, I had posted something on social media about that, and Mr. Sanborn commented. I had never expected a New York Times bestselling author to comment on my social media post. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was positive about his book, but he did, and I communicated back, and he actually gave me his email address, and we interacted a little bit, and I just was blown away by how personable Mr. Sanborn was to me, a nobody in a small organization <laughs> leading a small group, but wanting to be the best at it that I could. And I was utilizing not just digital mentors, but written mentors. Books are great mentors. And Mr. Sanborn was mentoring me in the area of leadership. And I had access to him. That's what I want you to get. If you have access to these digital mentors, these mentors who have put their best thoughts in written form or an audible book, you should access them. Ask questions. Communicate your appreciation. Okay, here's idea number four. Uh, be what you need. Be what you need. You know, interacting today with a young leader who was talking about this idea of a life without mentors, my greatest encouragement to him was become what you're lacking. Don't let the generation behind you experience the vacuum of mentorship that you are experiencing. Take responsibility right now. And the things that I'm learning, the way my character is developing, the seasons and experience that I'm going to go through as a person are going to make me better, wiser, humbler more patient, more kind, more generous, a desire, a greater zeal for justice, for equality, for fairness. I want to give myself to these things because there will come a point in time, friends, where you are going to be giving more to the people behind you than maybe you will to the people in front of you. I'm 51 years old. I remember as a young 20 or 30-year-old dreaming of these kinds of moments right now that we're doing on this podcast. 
And I just had an intuitive knowledge to know that if I would remain faithful in those 20s and 30s and even my 40s, I would begin to emerge into my 50s with enough life behind me and hopefully enough credibility, enough wisdom, enough experience that I could start to give this to the people behind us. It is within you and within me to want to leave a legacy, not a monument to ourselves, but a legacy that others can build upon. So be what you need. Idea number six is to search for paid support. There are many professional coaches, mentors, and individuals out there that for a fee or for a service (laughs) will provide with you and offer you the kind of environment for coaching, for mentorship, for development that you can get. There are so many master classes now, wonderful, wonderful master classes and applications that you can put on your smart device that give you access to literally thousands and thousands and thousands of master classes. Friends, I think one of the big walkaways from today's podcast is there's no excuse for you and I not to grow and not to develop. There's so much material that is available out there. And if you need to pay for it, be willing to do it. Because the value, I think, of paying for the support is now you've got some skin in the game. And it's, it's harder to blow it off. I mean, I've paid for uh, master classes. I've paid for uh, online Zoom classes, video-based material, because leaders are learners. Leaders want to grow, and they want to help others grow. Don't be afraid of paying for support, even for a season, if that's what you need to get professional coaching. It's not that you're paying another. It's that you are investing in yourself. You're investing in your potential, your gifts, your talents, your callings, your passions. Invest in your marriage. Invest in your parenting. Invest in your mental health. Invest in your physical health. Invest in yourself because you you are an amazing individual with so much talent and gifting. Don't lose sight of that. Idea number six, and this is really what I call an envelope idea. The previous five ideas all need to fit within this envelope. Friendships. If you have a mentor at work, professional, personal, maybe it's someone you're even paying for or it's a digital mentor, uh, you're making a commitment to be what you're not getting, that you can be a mentor, a friend to others. All of this happens best in the context of friendships. Because in any given moment, the kind of leadership traits that you want to grow and to develop apply across multiple vocation environments. Character is character. Integrity is integrity. Generosity is generosity. Empathy is empathy. Delegation is delegation. doesn't matter if you're in a plumber with an apprentice or you're a surgeon and you have a team. Whatever it is, these leadership traits, they carry over into every environment and they are important. And what's best is to have the kind of friendships where even if you're not getting professional or personal mentoring at work or through a coach or a life coach or something like that, maybe it's primary digital, bring what you're learning into these friendships, talk about it, learn from one another, set some goals, make some points of application, be willing to take some action steps so that you begin to embody, personify what you're learning so that you grow and change. Then you can go and give that way to others. Friendships is the foundation. It is the base that makes all of these other five ideas work. You may have a life without mentors, but it doesn't mean you can't have mentorship. And I would encourage you to find it. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Episode 178. Hope you have a healthy week. Stay hopeful. And I'll talk to you again next week.